guys, it's episode four, episode 30, 40 of the Wrestle Your Perception podcast. It's your host. It's me. It's Luigi. Come on. You guys know me. If you guys listen, you've probably been around for a while since episode one. And it's good. It's all good, baby. I just came back from a, a nice, light, little two-mile shakeout jog. And I'm feeling good. I do it a lot to shit. You know, I'm sore right now. And my legs are pretty sore. And I'm, I did it just to get the blood flowing, feel good. I don't really have access to a gym at the moment. Um, got other things going on, but I'm still training. Got off a shift this morning. So I wanted to record a show. I had it in my head already, but I wanted to talk about a a race I just did. it, And it was called the Wellington 10 Miler. And I actually, I've never done an official road race like this. I've never done, I mean, I've done my ultra marathon distances, several of those. And I did some podcasts about that. I think the first, the first podcast I ever did was with my buddy Mario, where we talked about the 100 miler we did together. And, but, like, aside from obstacle course races and ultra marathons, I never did a road race, never did a 5K, never did a 10K, nothing. I just did, you know, endurance events, really, and obstacle course races, not even that many obstacle course races. But this particular one, I was actually really proud of. And nothing impressive, no podiums. It was just more of a personal goal for me. Um, I couldn't tell you. I mean, my, my main thing was just go out and enjoy it and see how beautiful it is out here. And, it's you know, it's all horse country out here. So it's really beautiful. And I just wanted to enjoy it and just see what I had. That's all. And push myself. And I think 10 miles is a great distance for my for me but you know anybody whatever it is whoever has whatever distance you have in your mind whether even if it's a mile or less it's it's whatever works for you this just happened to be where i feel like if i complete this and i feel good i'm doing well so i mean i haven't been running and i'm not saying this to try to toot my horn or whatever um this or whatever i've been exercising i've been training just different types of training you know hit training and I've been doing a little boxing gym over here. Not boxing people, just like conditioning. And I've been doing that lately. I stopped doing it about two weeks now, three weeks. But I haven't really been running. And it's like, you know what, let me just do this. The last time I really ran over a mile, or I would say over like two miles, was when I paced Mario for his Octopus 100. It was about three to four months ago. Well, I did 35 miles with him that period of time and that bastard made me do it no he didn't make me I wanted to but I didn't I, I went out there not not thinking I was going to do 35 I knew I was going to do ultra marathon distance but um it was broken up throughout you know 16 hour period where I did two legs with him or whatever and two legs of the race I mean and then I went and I slept, tried to sleep in my car for a few hours and then I woke up in the middle of the night and then went and ran with him the last leg. And that was the last time I did any sort of real distance. But 
this 10 miler was just, it was, it was awesome because I stayed under nine minutes a mile, which I was happy about and nothing impressive at all. There's people out there that are savages for one, the two guys that I ran with that we both, you know, they came over in the morning and I'm, we met them at Mario, obviously. And my buddy, Alex, he was on the show too. I think he was episode two and the progress that, that that guy has made is unbelievable. I think, Alex did it in an hour and 15, and Mario did it in an hour and 12, which is super impressive. And Alex was, Alex is, is a 200 plus pound guy. He's massive, and he smoked this thing. So just to see that, I mean, he got just shy of the podium in, in our age group, and Mario, I think, was just shy of the podium in his age group. I believe fourth and fifth for either one of them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they were savages, absolute, absolute savages on that race. So kudos to them, the guys that I, that I did the race with and it was fun, man. It was fun. It was beautiful. And I pushed myself and I didn't cramp a lot of times, like in my training in the past, I mean, I, I would be running and you know, you hit that mark if you're doing ultra marathon distance, you hit that mark, you hit that point where it's like your threshold where it's like, shit, this is where the wall is. And you got to break past that wall. And the best p- place to break past those walls, those physical and mental walls is doing those races. Cause you got other people next to you that you could push against. And it's not necessarily that you want to crush them, but you, st- you, you use them as short term goals. People that are next to you, like perfect example, this guy, that that was running we were side by side at one point of the race and I just hear him breathing and it was just it I hate it disgusted me. And he's like <sighs> I'm like, I gotta get away from this guy. I can't this guy can't get in front of me. And that was like my thing throughout the whole race. This 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 guy's sitting next to me, running next to me, breathing like Tony Soprano eating and it was driving me bananas. And that was my goal to not let this guy come in front of me. And he was just right there. <laughs> and then towards the end of the race, we were at like mile seven. And I'm like, I shook him for a little bit. He he died off a little bit. And then all of a sudden I hear <laughs> in in the back. Like he's like, I could tell I could that he was like probably I could just hear him. He was that loud. And I'm like, I gotta get away from this guy. And then he starts coming up on me. We're at we're at like mile nine, and he's coming up on me, and I hear the breathing. Hey, hey. I'm like, how is this guy still running? And I'm like, all right, all right. This this guy, I was like, and you know, I have nothing against this guy. And I'm going to tell you in the end, this guy is a savage in his own right, because I'll tell you in the end. Anyway, so this guy is just just breathing down my neck, and I was like, all right, maybe. He's not faster than me, but or maybe he is, but he's not going to be faster than me in the last half mile. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'll suck the, I'll suck this pain up. It was actually not the last half mile. It was the last, I would say, quarter mile. So I was like, that's what I'm gonna turn on because I know me and me and Sasquatch are just gonna be. He's gonna be breathing next to me, and I know I'm gonna have to turn it on. I don't have to suck it up. And if I throw up at the finish, I throw up. Whatever. It's not the first, and it definitely, definitely won't be the last time where I feel like absolute, complete dog shit 
at the end of an exercise or a run. So this guy, we're at the last quarter mile, and he's right behind me. I don't turn my head because I don't like to look to the side when I run, and I don't think anybody should. Because I feel like it slows you down and it takes you away from your focus of looking in front of you. And I think that has to do with everything in life. And I try to be cognizant of that in my life and in anything, in exercise, anything. When I look to the left or to the right of me, it doesn't matter. What matters what's in front of me. And I, I like to use that with everything. And this was no different. So I was, was that the baby? No. Anyway, the baby's sleeping. So I'm just, I'm just worrying about what's in front of me. And Sasquatch is breathing. Tony Soprano is breathing next to me. And uh, all of a sudden, he's right next to me. And I could feel him. I could feel his 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 Sasquatch heat. So then I just went. And I turned it on. And I'm like, oh, man, this hurts. And I just left him. I just left him. I couldn't, I couldn't hear the breathing anymore. And it was awesome. I sprinted to the finish line. And I was happy. I was done. It felt good. I was in pain. And I would not have had it any other way. Whether my training was minimal or not, I was super happy with the way I did it. Not impressive. Time, speed, not impressive. But to me, it was a a goal. It was a hit for me. It worked. I was happy. And I definitely want to do more of these. And the catch that I wanted to tell you guys in the end of Mr. Soprano next to me, he was, I think I looked back and I saw the guy that was right behind me and this guy was 65 years old. So go figure, okay? A 65-year-old guy getting after it like an animal against a 37-year-old guy. And I'm pretty sure I weighed a lot less than him too. So big shout out to him, Mr. Sasquatch behind me breathing down my neck. So, it's like anything in life. You find, or any even races, whatever it is, you find that, that thing that's going to drive you, that short-term goal. And my short-term goal was not to let this guy in front of me. Because there was other people throughout the race that I didn't want to let in front of me, but they just, had, they just had the burners to go. And I was like, if I'm chasing those guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die at the end of the race. I didn't have the conditioning. Will I? Absolutely. I have to work to that goal. I mean, these, some of these people were absolute savages here, like super fast finishing and shit. The first place overall got 55 minutes and 10 miles. You do the math. Um, but it was pretty awesome. It was, a, it was a really great event, and I had a blast with my buddies. It was a beautiful day to run, 60-something degrees. I mean, that's like that's like world record weather. Not that any work records are broken, but that's that weather. That's when special things happen in weather like that around here. And <laughs> and Mario and Alex did awesome. I was super happy for them, and pr- especially proud of Alex. Because Mario's been running that speed, and he, that bit motherfucker gets faster and faster every race, it seems. But Alex, like, he's been improving so much, but that just, like, totally. To see a big guy like that move, and I was really impressed with him. So, Alex, I hope hope you listen. I'm sure you will. Um, I said, um, my goal is not to say um in this podcast. Anyway, the, uh, yeah, there we go again. Alex is, is going to be, I hope you listen. But, yes, I was super happy. And short-term goal was not to cramp up 
and to beat Sasquatch Soprano, and I did. Even though he's 65 years old, it doesn't matter. I, I, I was happy with what I did, and I had the gas tank. The gas didn't run out. The leg started to hurt. Don't get me wrong. My leg started to hurt, and I'm sore. I went to work the next day, which I've done that plenty of times before. Go to work the next day with, with, uh, from, with 30 miles the day before. And it, it, you know, just from the lack of running, it hurt, but my gas tank was there, so I was super happy about that. And overall, it went very well. I was, I was happy, and I'm still happy. And I'm happy that I went out today and I did a little two-miler just to shake it out, just to get the blood flowing. It actually feels really good. And I'm stretching right now. And just to get out there with with my buddies was good. I was happy. And got off a shift this morning, had a good shift at the firehouse. And that's another good thing that that I have going on is just that you can... I mean, it's it's really anything. It's it's so important to to get with your buddies. Um, this is just from a guy's standpoint. Girls, I mean, I'm not a girl. I consider myself an expert on being a guy. I've been one for 37 years, so I think I can give advice on being a guy. And just being around your your male counterparts, and I just feel like it's it's embedded in men to be around their their friends and going to quote unquote battle, not real battle. Even though that's that's a you go to war with like our military personnel that are in combat. Those guys have bonds that can never be broken and it's very special especially when you're in war or even in the military in general when you're training with guys super hard trainings and you're pushing yourself to the limits in any aspect. You have a special bond and I think as men, we need that, and I'm so lucky that I get to have that, and I get to show my son that, because I have it in my firehouse, and there's a lot of firehouses that have it, and again, this is my standpoint, this is what I feel, and I feel like it's important to pass on to our kids that what it is to be a man, and physicality is is, is, is all humans. But again, it's being a man because that's what I am. And it's it's uh, it's important to be around other males, to learn how to act, to learn. I, mean, I, sp- I spoke about this with Rob. Now I'm just, it's jogging my memory with Ortega. It's to learn how to be with other males and act with other males. And you have this, uh, I don't know if it's built in your genetics, just to be, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Just fulfill that desire for to go through struggle and to go through something difficult, and then to 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 finish and to feel and to to to, to reap the rewards of that struggle, and to do it with the guys next to you and share it with them is very important. And I'm lucky I have that. With my firehouse, because we're going and you know we're in the shit, literally sometimes, and you got the guy next to you that you're working with, and you go through it together, and you you have therapy together, you you because you talk shit to each other after, and you let it out, and I'm pretty sure 
that a lot of warriors have done that. Like, I think the Spartans used to cry after battles and, like, let everything out after. Push each other, whatever it was. Not trying to fight each other, but just to let it out. And it was part of their, it was part of the routine of battle. And this comes down to with the race that I did. I had my buddies, we showed up there, and we gave it our all. And at the end, it felt awesome. And it's just like at the end of a shift or end of a bad call or something like that. Or and or I can't speak for military or whatever, but I I can see how important that is to have that feeling with other with other male counterparts, other teammates. So, you know, it's I think it's an important thing to feel that, to feel that struggle and to come out on top, not alone. Because as humans, we're so freak, we're social, man. We need people around us. And if anything, that going through COVID pandemic sh- shutdown proved to anybody was that we need each other. And as men, we need each other. So that's my two cents, guys. That's my struggle. <laughs> you know, go, you got to go through it. You got to push yourself and make some good, solid friends and bond with them not necessarily through drinking i mean some people you can i don't i don't i don't shit on that at all i love drinking with my buddies but to go through the shit with your buddies whether it's going to the gym together training hard getting after it running races running adventure races together i mean and then once in a while go out and have a drink with them is is cool too but you don't even have to have that my buddy mario we ran ultra marathons together we ran the first our first ultras together we have a bond that we're always going to be able to relate. And Mario doesn't even drink. Mario's in recovery for a long time, 10, 10 plus years. So, and he's a filthy vegan. So it's like, and we relate on so many levels because we've been through the shit together for 24 hours, for 12 hours, you know, just constant beating down your fucking body through ultra marathons. So, and he doesn't even drink and we relate on so many different levels and he doesn't even eat meat. Go figure. Gross. So, guy might as well be a rabbit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's important. Keep your friends close, guys. To the men out there, keep your friends close. Stay in touch with them. And do, do hard stuff together. Hard tasks. You know what I mean? Train together, run together. Keep those relationships because it's therapeutic. It really is. And it's gonna go. It's gonna go a long way, and pass that down to your kids, to your boys. You know what I mean. Raising girls a whole different story, you know. But I'm sure, seeing a a daughter or a girl seeing how her dad acts with other men in, in a respectful way is important as well. But that's a totally different podcast, and I'll get into that with with my wife or whatever, but men need to know how to act around other men and it's okay to be masculine and it's definitely okay to push yourself and kick some ass, figuratively speaking. But if you got to kick ass in real life, do that too, literally as well, if you need to. So, all right, guys, that's it. Short 20-minute podcast. I just wanted to get that out about the Wellington 10-miler, how much I got from it, and... I encourage everybody to get out there and do so, just do something. Do a race, please. It'd be, it's so awesome. I don't care what level you're at. Go walk that race. Walk, jog, walk, jog. 
it goes such a long way. So, excuse me. I love you guys. You guys rock. Thank you for listening. I'm going to keep it coming. Keep these podcasts coming. I'm going to be so consistent that I'm going to be undeniable. That's it. That's my slogan. Become so consistent that I'm undeniable. Take care, everybody. I appreciate you listening. Episode 40, Rest of Your Perception Podcast, baby. (laughs) 